All right, good morning, everybody. January 15, 2022, Wild Card Weekend. Uh, I'm a pretty pumped for this one. Rob, Stona, Brandon Graham, Igor Henriquez. Guys, before we get into it, I think we should talk a little bit about that uh, Monday night game with uh, the Chargers and the Raiders. So, uh, Brandon, I know that you started off. Let us know you're thinking that was crazy. I wanted to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, no that, no, that was an electric game. That was just from start to finish. Uh, you know, of course, Brandon Staley. Uh, and Richard Bisecki, you know, having a great game plan for the entire game. But, hey, Derek Carr, small hands Derek Carr, actually getting the ball to Zay Jones late. But Justin Herbert, I don't think I've ever seen – there's just so many things and so many storylines for this game, but I don't think I've ever seen four fourth-down conversions in, in, a, in a football game in, like, my lifetime. That was unbelievable, right? Him getting the ball to Josh Palmer. Shout out to Branton. He's from not too far from where I, I grew up. Um, you know, getting him on Mike Williams. Allen didn't really have the, the – biggest game but as far as they got the ball down the field and you know Justin Herbert it's unbelievable man really unbelievable so I'm looking forward to seeing what they did but like the going to overtime I know everyone's sweating I know some guys had parlays for like the Jacksonville Jaguars to win and the, the game to end the tie to make like three thousand dollars but uh no you play to win the game uh shout out to Herm Edwards you play to win the game and that's exactly what the Raiders did man Igor your thoughts on the game a fantastic game. Um, I mean, I think that was probably the game of the season. I don't think um, I don't think it's close. Actually, I think you know, in terms of excitement, everybody. I know people were texting me saying they were, you know, I needed to go to bed and all that other stuff to go to work. Yeah. I thought it was fantastic. I think, um, yeah, the, the the obviously the whole thing about at the end of the game, did uh, did Staley mess up with the timeout? Were they just going to end in a time? I don't particularly think so. I think. You know, a division game, you you don't want to be in all that controversy and asking all those questions about just running out the clock. Um, you kind of really want to do stiff the other team in the, in the division. I think they were going to kick the field goal either way. I, I don't think they were going to run the clock out. I think that would have led, led to a lot of questions about um, collusion and all that other stuff. I think they wanted to avoid all that. Uh, and, again, I don't know what, you know, with like 10 seconds left and, you know, you know, you, even if you miss the field goal, worst, worst case, it's a tie. But at least there's, there's no questions about it. I, I think that was the, one of the main talking points. But, um, yeah, a fantastic game. Justin Herbert, man, on those fourth downs. Like, it, it was crazy how he, he couldn't complete a pass up until the last ones. And he hit, like, five, six in a row. It was absolutely insane. Uh, but great game, man. I, uh, you know, it, it sucked that one team had to be eliminated there because, man, they, they really fought for it. So, uh, fantastic, fantastic stuff. And Rob, I know that you had Oakland fair, Oakland, Vegas finishing that last night division, your division at the beginning of the season. And I guess they just, you know, shocked you until the end. Yeah, well, they got off to a good start. So I, I, I kind of altered my expectations, but, you know, good on them. Um, I, I don't understand all the criticism of Brandon Staley, though. I believe there was 38 seconds left, but there was only four seconds on the play clock. So Oakland was going to run another play. And if you rewatch the tape, they had a wide receiver open. I agree with the timeout because that was your season. And if they stop them there, if, if Oakland doesn't gain – or sorry, Vegas. If Vegas doesn't gain any <laughs> yards, it's a 54-yarder. And I was very interested to see if they were going to kick that uh, because, you know, as we all know, having played football, the, the longer the field goal, the lower it's got to go. Yeah. And, you know, the higher chance of it being blocked. So – I really, I was, I was really excited. I didn't really care about the timeout because I, I thought it made a lot of sense. Make sure you, this is your season. Make sure you have your defense set up. Um, I didn't realize how much, and someone brought this up. I listened to a podcast. If, if that game had tied, 
there were a ton of people that had uh, Jacksonville and the tie. And it was not like 10 to 1 odds. We were talking about like 500, 600, 700 to 1 odds of, of that coming up. So there would have, Vegas would have taken a beating had they, had, they, had they tied that game. And the last thing I just want to bring up, I agree with all you guys, like the fourth downs, everything about that game, fantastic. But it just seems, as a Broncos fan, I just watch the Chargers lose these games all the time. And that's why I have no faith in them with Justin Herbert. He's a fantastic quarterback, but it's just a, like a losing, middle, meddling organization. And I, 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 it just seems like whenever a big spot, they, they just can't come in and, and get it done. Since Schottenheimer, they haven't been great, you know, like since that firing, right? I mean, like – even back to like the the Phil Rivers days, I mean they had they had Drew Brees, they couldn't do anything with them. It's just Dan Fouts they had like they had they've had good teams. It's just they just can't seem to they can't seem to win. It's just funny that some organizations are just like that in the NFL. Cardinal team. I have one thing to say about the last thing. Sorry, Joe. Um, is that you no know, on that fourth down? First of all, if you wanted them to tie the game, if you wanted actually to win that game, Chargers got to stop the run. Josh Jacobs was tearing them up. That was yeah. terrible defense, yeah, yeah, first of all. Yeah. And if the Raiders tie that game, you have to play the Chiefs. They they rather play the Bengals than play the Chiefs, yeah. unfortunately. So you play to win the game. Bottom line, was it? It yeah. was third down, I think, on that run, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. They could uh, Brandon a hundred percent. And I thought that overtime was so poorly played because if I was the Chargers when I got that ball with seven minutes left, my only thought Brother was. Hello was was burn the clock. I want to score with as little time because we're not going to get the ball back anyway. So just the tie was good for them. The, the tie was not good for Oakland or uh, Vegas. Oh, I'm going to keep Vegas. doing it. Uh, Vegas, the, the tie was good. Or the tie was not good for Vegas. It was good for the Chargers because I believe the Chargers would have gone to Cincinnati. Right. Exactly. So either way. And and so I thought it was totally misplayed. But, yeah, they, they just couldn't stop the run at, like all game. The fourth downs with Brandon Staley. I hope people have now seen that, you know, Fourth and two on your own twenty yard line in the fourth quarter. I, it's just, okay. it's too unconventional. I believe. Yeah, you know what it is. It's like the guys growing up with Madden that always yeah. go on fourth down. Now Brandon Staley's <laughs> that guy, right? That's so that's great. the reason why. Because that's, that's what I, I would. That's what it is. That's what it is. He's newer, yeah. like great point, fantastic point. Yeah, oh, but yeah. that was the dumbest fourth down call I've ever seen in my lifetime. Like, why are you going on the fourth, fourth and five on your like your own? I think twenty. I think the I think the Chargers would have gone to Buffalo though because the Chargers Buffalo, and the Buffalo. Patriots would have had the would have been tied and the Patriots beat the Chargers already this season so that would have gone to the Pats so I think it would have been Buffalo but again okay. either way I mean it would have been a, a playoff situation right so. yeah I mean yeah but they just I don't know both teams they they were going up and down the field and it's like you guys realize you know ties are good here but. It, it ended yeah. up being a fantastic finish. I think for the Chargers, the problem was that they did, they just couldn't move the ball until like the like the final play, so they didn't burn the clock because they just weren't getting any yardage at all. And then when they needed it, right, it was always fourth and seven, fourth and yeah, ten. It was crazy. I didn't feel like they were running the ball at all in first down either, no, no, especially in overtime. I would have been running the ball. You know, you've got four downs every play. Like that was the good thing about getting the ball second is you know you've got four you've four got four downs to get to ten, not three. So it, yeah, completely abandoned the run. That's Brandon Staley literally just put it on Josh, Justin Herbert, right? Mm. I just, my question is too, like, are we going to see a lot of fourth down, you know, going for it uh, in these playoff games? Because when the playoffs come, I feel like a lot of coaches 
would probably rather, rather not risk turning that ball over on their own side of the 50. But um, let's get into this week's games. And uh, Igor, we'll start with you because uh, Tampa and Tom Brady are at home going against Philly and Jalen Hurts. And, you know, Tampa, you know, obviously when the Super Bowl finished last year, everybody at Tampa, you know, coming back, repeating strong. And then we talked about Godwin going down earlier, which was massive for them. And then the Antonio Brown fiasco that's done. And we had the question on this pod, is this team done just because they don't have the weapons to keep up like they used to? Um, so we'll throw it to you. The spread is, let's go back. I believe it's they've gone down to eight. And it was, eight I remember, about nine and a half or something like that before. So it's at eight. Uh, let me know your insight. Who you got? I mean, I think Tampa wins the game. I think eight points is, um, is a lot in the situation. So, I mean, I'm going to take the Eagles to cover the game. Uh, the Tampa situation is going to rely on um, obviously a different strategy than, than they, what they had last season. They're going to obviously need, um, you know, strong defensive play, obviously continuously, but it's going to be a three headed situation of Fournette. If he's healthy, um, Gronkowski and Mike Evans. So it's not like, like Brady doesn't have weapons and, you know, he does get Scotty Miller back. Miller missed a, a good portion of it. So it's not Godwin. It's not Antonio Brown. Um, they're still capable offensively. Uh, if, and again, the offensive line is solid. They're going to need to rely on running the ball a little bit more than what they did um, in the run last year, I think. Um, and again, a lot's going to rely on, on Fournette. And, um, you know, we were talking about Levante, David, and that defense. There's, they've been, you know, okay. Uh, it's, they're not the 85 Bears or anything like that. Um, they went on a crazy run last year. But, you know, they, they're going to have, if they, if they beat the Eagles, they're going to have two home games because they ended up with the second seed because the Rams kind of, choked it away a little bit so I mean they're they're going to be in for a, I would say a better situation than last year because they had to go on the road um after the first game so they can still make some noise but you know and this is a, a good matchup I, I believe it's basically the you know the, they're the best running team against the Bay and again against one of the better defensive like as Brandon mentioned before the show but one of the better defensive teams running the ball um and then the 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 you know Buccaneers have passed the ball quite well and so forth. So it's going to be a good game. I'll, I'll take the Eagles to cover. I think the, the Bucs win by a touchdown. But um, it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting playoff run for the Bucs because they, they, they're still capable, but they're not a, as much of a juggernaut, obviously, as they were, um, you know, coming into the season or anything because they, they do have some limitations. Brandon? Yeah, like Igor said, I, I, I agree. I don't agree necessarily about the cover. I think this is a game where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers win by around 10 points. But once again, it's the worst matchup for the Eagles, a team that runs the ball. Sirianni loves to run the ball, doesn't really spread the ball out too much, going against pretty much one of the premier run-stopping defenses in the NFL. It's the absolute worst matchup for the Eagles. So, And they're going to Tampa Bay, too. And I don't see Justin Hurts, uh, you know, sorry, Jalen Hurts, actually, <laughs> you know, having a great game and spreading the ball and whatnot. So I'm going to take Tampa Bay to cover with them and at least win, like, 20 to 10. Well, okay, Rob. Um I I I I I I'm I'm kind of torn on this one. I will t- I would take Tampa to cover the first half if I could. Uh, it's probably going to be like four and a half, five points. I feel like Philadelphia is a really a really bad first half team. I feel like they they are a team that's second half. They kind of just let their their guys go in and and uh, do their thing. But I'll take Tampa. Uh, sorry, uh, Philly plus the eight and a half. It's just a lot of points. I don't want. I want to fade Tampa this year because. I just don't think they're going to go back to back to Super Bowl. I like to kind of fade teams like that. So I'll, I'll lean Philly here. 
I'm I'm going Philly, um, and to be honest, I think that Philly has a decent shot to kind of upset Tampa in, in this spot. Now, another question: if, if Philly ends up losing this game, is is Jalen Hurts back? You know, as a starting quarterback next year? Because if I'm Tampa with that defense, I'm gonna I want him to sit in the pocket and make those throws. You don't want him scrambling. That's when he's really at his best, I guess, right? Um, so that's and, and I guess Josh Allen's another guy like that, even though he has the arm. But I think that yeah, I think Philly's gonna keep this close. I think it's gonna be really low scoring. I think that Philly has you know like. A, Maybe an underrated defense. I know most people know them as a good defensive team. I think they're going to run the ball. Sanders is going to get his, his fix there. And I'm just really worried that Brady doesn't have, you know, the speed guys going downfield. Obviously, Evans is there, and they're going to probably double team, or there's going to be a safety there the whole time. I'm worried. If Tampa, you know, Tampa at home is, is really good, so I think they might squeak it out, but I'm definitely taking uh, Philly, plus the eight points. Brandon, let's go to you. Let's go to the first game on the slate. Cincinnati Bengals, you got the orange shirt on. I know you're ready to go. The Raiders are there. You got the hoodie I, on. You got, I, the whole, hey. you got the whole thing going on. Can't uh, find my track on some jerseys. I know that you yeah. think that they're going to win. Are they going to cover this game? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to give them a confidence. So I, I really think the, the only reason I say it, if it was the Chargers going there, different story. But now with the Raiders going, I know they're riding high. They've had a lot of momentum going through all the emotion they had in that um, Sunday night game. And then now coming in to play on a Saturday, that's a lot for them to kind of carry over and still sustain. And another big tidbit here is that both of these teams, the Raiders haven't won in 19 years, <laughs> playoff game. The, the the Bengals literally have not won since 91. Like I haven't been alive since the text message. Was sent. I, I heard that one text too. message. Exactly. That's, that's nuts. So this is a, a great day for uh, both fan bases, but I'm going to say that, the Bengals will cover because their car is terrible in the cold. Jack Del Rio even tweeted out saying he's terrible in the cold. He's 0-4 in the cold. He's, he hasn't won a playoff game. It, it, I think this is definitely riding in the Bengals uh, direction. So I'm going to go Bengals to cover the five and a half. All right. Uh, Rob, let's go to you. I was so excited, and Brandon's going to hate me for this. I was That's so fine. excited to fade the Bengals because I think – I like the Bengals. I, I think that they're a great story, but they are young and young teams um, in this spot, you know, as a favorite at home, there's going to be a lot of pressure. Uh, I was excited to fade them. They got probably the best matchup in terms of Vegas, like Brandon said, because of it is a tough spot for them traveling after the last game, emotional, and they get the first game on Saturday. They, they really got jobs. I'll still take Vegas to cover. I don't know if they're going to win, but I, I just expect Cincinnati to maybe have a bit of a not a flat spot because it's the playoffs, but yeah, like just a you know maybe they're a little nervous. Um, they're young; uh, they haven't been to the playoffs. I know I don't think Oakland made it last year either, but I just I'm gonna go with Vegas here. I was surprised that um, a lot of the sharps were actually split on this. I thought a lot of the sharps would be on Vegas, um, but they are split. So some like Cincy, some like Vegas. I'll go Vegas plus the five and a half. Um, but I, I, I'm, I, I just I worry about Cincinnati's uh, youth. And uh, Igor, uh, I mean, well, these two teams matched up already earlier. I think it was a, um, I think since they won by 19 uh, at Vegas. So uh, again, it's it's teams that have different styles. I think the the Bengals have a severe advantage in terms of the wide receiving corps with Chase and T Higgins and so forth uh, against a pretty you know, lackluster Raiders secondary at times. Um, but then again, you also have Joe Burrow who takes the most sacks uh, against like Max Crosby who causes the most pressures. So it, it's one of those situations. I think that'll be who wins out. If, if, 
if, if Burrow gets buried a ton and, and it doesn't have any time, he's going to have a lot of issues, obviously. So I'm going to take the Bengals because I think um, they, they just have enough firepower. And again, I'm not, again, I'm not a big Derek Carr believer in general. It, I'm a little bit uh, more skeptical about not taking the Raiders because I think Waller will, um, will end up making a difference, but I don't know how healthy he is and so forth. But I think the Bengals will win by at least a touchdown. So I'll, I'll take the Bengals to cover. It's a good point. Uh, Joe Burrow is the most sacked quarterback yeah. in the league. Yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders have yeah. a pretty good pass rush, so that that'll be yeah. a key to the game. Uh, absolutely. And I was listening to a few pods too, and and I also just thought about it in general. When we looked at Kansas City last year in the Super Bowl, we saw the warning signs when people were saying, "Oh, like this O line is literally beleaguered. Like there's not much left there." But everybody still said, "Don't worry, it's 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 Patty Mahomes and the boys will get it done." Yeah. And not to say that Cincinnati's injured, obviously with their O line, but we knew coming into the season that it wasn't great. And then now with the Raiders, and like you said, Crosby and the show we put on last game, specifically in the fourth quarter, if I'm a, if I'm a Bengals fan, I'm really worried about Crosby coming from the weak side. Um, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go the, the Raiders here plus the five and a half, because I don't think that in this kind of cold weather, you're going to get those kind of runs from your receivers. I'm assuming, I'm assuming it's going to be just as cold as it is here. And it's about what, minus 22 Celsius, um, <laughs> maybe a little bit warmer. And they have that lake effect there too. And uh, well, Sorry, they might not. I'm confusing it with Cleveland. But it's going to be cold. I'm going to take the Raiders. I know another thing that I'm worried about is they're coming off their Super Bowl last last week with that big win. So I'm kind of worried about that. But I think worst case, the game is close and it's going to go down right. So I think the first game is going to be a great one. So I'm going to put myself you, down for Vegas. Uh, go ahead. You know Derek Carr literally cannot throw in the cold, right? Well, we're going to find and out. I want to that too when Igor was saying that because I feel like Derek Carr has not got the respect. And this is just another year that he's put up decent numbers. And his contract's up, I think, at the end of next year. Go ahead, Igor. The one thing about the first game is that, again, the difference really was actually that Joe Mixon really killed him with the running game. So if they can really get Mixon going and then, and again, get that pass rush a little bit laid back, I think that ends up being I – think, I, think I think he ended up with like 120-plus yards and a few touchdowns. He had a really good game, so – um, I, th- I think, again, there's a lot of advantages for the, for the Bengals. And the whole Derek Carr thing, I think, I don't know, it's just what he seems to make a lot, a lot of those, like, you know, those, those moments where you think it's right there for him and he doesn't do, like, he, even in the game against the, the Chargers, he had a, a couple wide, open wide receivers, missed them on, on easy touchdowns. I don't know. I just don't trust the guy in, in really tough situations. So, I, but again, I would, an entertaining game. I was not on last week, I, so I missed this, but. Uh, I don't know if you guys discussed it. Zach Taylor, uh, the coach of Cincinnati, I don't know what he was thinking in that Kansas City, that Kansas City game with the fourth and fours. And I'm off of him now. He's he's now upset me. He is like in the uh, the Brandon Staley category of like this, like the Madden. Like the, I, we should call it that, Brandon. That's it's it's a wonderful <laughs> like like the fourth and four, and you're not kicking a field goal. I I hated that. So I'm out on uh, on this guy. Um, I thought it was just as poorly coached. Uh, this is going to be one of the worst coach games because I don't trust the the Vegas coach. He looks like <laughs> he should be like fixing like plumbing somewhere. Like he does not look like an NFL coach, coach right? Like so, it, it it is going to be interesting to see how this game plays out. Yeah, him and Brandon Staley, Zach Taylor, right? Space are sure the same brain, man, for sure. That new, uh, new it's age analytics. analytics. Yeah, it's that analytics stuff where they, they yeah. think like fourth and three, fourth and two. It's it's but, the oh analytics tell you. And that look runs out eventually, right? Like you're not going to get those fourth downs all the time. Like I said, we're going to find out when we do the show next week, well, like, especially in the playoffs. Well, mm. you mentioned Staley. I mean, I think Staley went on like a fourth and two on his own twenty. I didn't get it. Yeah. Now, that ended up being being ended up being one of the turning points in the game because that cost them points right there. Like nobody does that. 
on your that own was, start line. That was, that was the worst. That was the worst decision I've ever seen in my life. Oh, that was well, I watched a lot of football. It's not, the, it's not the fourth quarter with two minutes left. Like you don't do that, right? The, and, yeah, that was that was, that was a very weird call. Very Actually, P. Carroll, P. Carroll throwing it on the one yard line against the Patriots is the worst call of all time. <laughs> but that that's right up there too. No, thank heavens he did that. That, that. that was a great call. What are you talking about? It's a great call. <laughs> Speaking of great calls, Igor, let's get to the Patriots taking on the Bills. Uh, so that's going to be tonight at 8.15. I'm going to get to go with some buddies and watch that. Apparently someone's going through a table win or loss tonight from what I've heard <laughs> about. So, but, <laughs> so Patriots, uh, four-point dogs going to Buffalo. And the last time that the Pats went to Buffalo was that, you know, infamous win bowl game where, you know, the, the Bills players were embarrassed there in the, in the, uh, the post-game uh meeting or, or conference there so we're going to go to you first Igor. let me know I, you know i'm guessing you love both patriots to win and cover so take your i mean and I, I think you know obviously the the patriots are the underdogs going to buffalo and so forth but i mean there's definitely some points to take a look at one that you know bill gets to, to take on the bills for a third time and usually again you have a pretty good feel they they did um a number the bills did a number on the on the patriots in new england josh allen has had a really good game He's actually got some really bad numbers in the cold. We, we mentioned a lot about Carr. Like, I was looking at, at, um, at Allen in the cold. He doesn't, he doesn't really like playing in, in that type of weather. Um, his numbers are dramatically low when it comes to certain things like that. Um, I think four and a half is, is, a, is a little much. Uh, I think it'll be a field goal game. So, by, by that, I am taking the Patriots to, uh, to cover. Um, I'm not, you know, confident in, in a W because, again, I think, you know, I think Allen is the, probably the biggest um, – you know, factor in the entire game. But um, the factors are, again, the, the, the Bills, um, you know, defense all in terms of the secondary is pretty elite. And Max going into his first playoff game, there, there's a lot to it. I think they'll take the ball out of his hands. I think they'll run it um, a ton with, um, with Harris and Ramondre Stevenson and Bolden. So I think they'll, they'll, they'll do it pretty much almost, not to the extent, but they'll do a lot what they did when they went to Buffalo the first time which is trying to run it down their throats. Um, problem again, they're missing Isaiah Wynn, the left tackle, so that there are, they have their own issues on, on the O-line. So um, I'll take the Pats to cover, um, but I'm not very confident in the win. I, I got to be honest with that. Brandon. Yeah, so the, first of all, like, do, do we want to mention the, the game last week against the Miami Dolphins? We don't want to skate by that. No, that I, was told that was <laughs> I told you that was a lock. I told you that was a lock. That was my lock last week that they weren't they were gonna lose that game. No one listened to me, but I told you in Miami they always lose that game. It's like a tradition. Was... Doesn't matter how good they are, they, they always lose that game. It's tradition. That was awful. But yeah, the uh, Patriots are 0-2 in the wildcard weekend in the last 15 years. So imagine that. Winning as many Super Bowls as they've had, 0-2 in the wildcard weekend, right? It shows goes to show you how successful they've been. Uh, outside of the walkout weekend. But yeah, no, I have uh, in this game, though, I think the Buffalo Bills, four and a half, I think it's a four and a half right now, or four went points. Four. I, I'm, yeah, I went down to four. Okay, so I, I'm going to say that Josh Allen, those guys actually play a good game, and I'm taking the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. I'm taking this as the game of the week, or game of the Saturday, at least. I'm going to say that. Um, I'm going to take the, the Bills. They won, I believe, 32 to winning something last game, and that was actually a balanced game. The 17 30, or 30-mile-per-hour, 30, 30-21, there we go. The 30-mile-per-hour the wins were, were an anomaly. That's the reason why <laughs> the, the Patriots won the first game. It's, that's not regular football. So this is going to be regular football, and I see the, the Bills actually winning. And Carl. 
Uh, do we? Who did? I believe they lost to Tennessee. That's a, that's a fantastic stat, Brandon. I I think Tennessee the the last year of Brady was that the was that I can't even think Brady's of when they were. Yeah, it was the uh, it was the yeah, Brady Tennessee. game where Logan Ryan intercepted him at the end, but the game was pretty. Yeah, much I I can't. That was the last one. The, I can't even think of the other time that they they didn't get that first round bye, which is part of the reason why they've had so uh, much success. I think I, I, I think I recall them losing to like Baltimore on one in one of those like oh, they got Joe, Joe Flacco Lewis yes that Joe might have been, yeah and they had one where they lost like to pretty early to the Baltimore Ravens on a wild card situation really I thought okay well yeah, that's pretty, interesting could be that one. that's what I'm I'll, thinking I'll pull it up that happened for that, sure yeah I that's thought, an interesting stat I thought Baltimore was the AFC championship that year but okay I um, think that's the year that Baltimore went and won the Super Bowl against yeah. the 49ers. Yeah, yeah, 2013. Um, okay, uh, I have a, a lot of thoughts on this game. Um, first, I love the Pats here outside of one thing. That injury list, and, and, and Igor, you talked about it. Isaiah Wynn, I'm a little worried. Whenever you lose a tackle, uh, their injury list is huge. Buffalo has nobody on their injury list, so they are going in at 100%. I kind of finally made the comparison of I've been trying to figure out who Josh Allen is. I, I think his comp is Cam Newton. He's big. He's strong. He's mobile. He's fast. But he isn't accurate. He he misses guys by a lot. I I don't I don't buy this Josh Allen. Um, like Patty gonna, Mahomes comparison? No. Oh, he's nowhere near. Oh, that's not even. But he he unless he's running and scrambling, I don't find him to be very dangerous. Uh, I've watched Buffalo's last two games. They played Atlanta. It was a tight game in the fourth, and they had a backdoor cover. And yeah. then the Jets last week was a seven-point game I was watching. I finally got a little bit of luck in my pool and, and got the Jets, um, Buffalo, to hit that. But that was an, a, a ridiculous cover. So they have not been as impressive. And New England is off that bad loss to Miami, which they lose, like Igor said, every single year in Miami. That was a – was I love that bet. Um. So it, it, I think it's a good spot. I just the injuries are, are scaring me away. I would take New England to win this game, but the injuries are, are worrying me. Um, so I, I'll take Buffalo by three. Um, so I will take Brandon's New England four. to cover. Four. Okay. So uh, Brandon's actually the only one on the Buffalo cover there. Interesting. Um, yeah, I, I have New England too. And Rob, it's, it's interesting you say that because I was I was just saying that about Jalen Hurts. And there's a few other quarterbacks that. <laughs> Uh, Lamar Jackson's another guy, right? When you play these quarterbacks, you want them to sit in the pocket and make yep. these throws because mm-hmm. they're not accurate. Obviously, Josh Allen's a lot better than both those guys, Cam Newton, uh, Hurts, and, and everybody else that I mentioned. But, yeah, that's I think Bill's going to have that plan. Um, and I think that if Buffalo does get this game, I think it's going to be – and Igor always says like, the three-point game. I think it might be less than three points because the comparison I always make is, you know, one team goes down, gets a, a touchdown, and then it's a few field goals, a 7-6 game playoff, that kind of difference, right? So I think it might even be like a one-point game in this one. Um, I'm going to take New England. I think it's going to be very low scoring. I think that the, the Pats defense is really going to bring it today. But, yeah, I'm worried about the offensive line there for uh, New England, too, with the, with the left tackle, especially because they run the ball so much. Um, and they need to protect Mac. and I think that uh, they're going to keep the ball out of his hands. They're going to keep you know, play-action plays, a lot of short throws. So I'll go with New England as well. Let's go to possibly the game of the week, uh, one that a lot of people are talking about. Uh, San Fran's traveling to Dallas, uh, and, and Dallas winning that division. Igor, say it. Oh, them Cowboys! <laughs> I saw your face you're waiting for. Uh, Dallas at home, three-point favorites, and it's dropped. I believe it started at about four. And I've heard from some uh, books that 65% of the money has been on San Fran. I just went on the score out before the show. I think it was about 50 
4% was something around that for Dallas. So this is probably the dog pick of the week. And obviously it's the shortest line here at three, but um, Brandon, we'll go to you first. Uh, let me know what you think. And Garoppolo is going to play. And I'll just throw this out there. I feel like Jimmy is similar to um, Derek Carr a little bit. Uh, I, I put them almost in the same kind of category. Maybe you guys, before you start off, let me know who you'd rather have between those two guys. Don't kind of get the respect they deserve. Now, obviously, they're not elite quarterbacks. Neither of them are top 10 guys. But those are guys that if you are playing, you have a decent defense, can both win any given week. So, Brandon, we'll go to you. Let me know uh, Dallas uh, minus three against San Fran. Yeah, so this is an interesting matchup because you have Dan Quinn, the head coach of the Atlanta Falcons, going up against the uh, the offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan. They know exactly what they want to do when they want to go at each other. And one thing that the Dallas Cowboys don't really do well, if they, if they let over 150 yards rushing, they usually end up losing the game in that defense, right? So, And the one thing that the 49ers do really well is run the ball with Evo Samuel, Eli Mitchell, so on and so forth. So it, it's a really interesting matchup here when it comes to you know, the schemes that they're going to throw out there. No, but I have the San Francisco 49ers winning this game and actually uh, covering as well, too, on the three points, right? I think it's definitely the most interesting game of the week, but I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to step up I, I don't know about the Dallas Cowboys. If they do win this game, it's going to be really interesting to see them kind of progress through the playoffs. But, no, I have, I have the 49ers. After that big win, I think they have what it takes to get through this, uh, get through Jerry World and cover. All right, Rob. I'm with Brandon here. I, I, I San Fran, I, I had two dark horses in each conference, and I think they both drew bad matchups. But uh, I have New England as my dark horse in the AFC, and San Fran, uh, Dallas was probably the worst ma- was I think the worst matchup for them, um, given that they have all that offensive firepower. Um, but Dallas has not been impressive outside of the NFC East. Uh, they are, I believe, six and zero in in division. They're only six and five out of division. Last ten, I mean, outside of the bad teams, uh, like they've beaten uh, New Orleans and uh, they also beat Atlanta out, out of uh, division, but. They beat the Vikings. I'm just going through right now. They beat the Patriots and they beat the Panthers uh, out of the division. And they beat the, the Chargers in week two by three. So not, Yeah, not- and the Chargers game was, was a toss-up game. And the Patriots were not the Patriots, I believe, at the time. Um, but I, I'm looking and, and they've lost, you know, they've got, they got beat up by Denver. They lost to Vegas. They lost to Kansas City uh, and handily in all three of those games. Um, I think that they're a little bit overrated. I I, I th- like anybody, whenever I see big points, they put up over 50 the last two, uh, two of the last three games. But you get a little worried. But I'll go with the with the defense. I'll go with San Fran here. I I I I think San Fran's going to win this game. Igor, what can go wrong will go. <laughs> no, you know what? It's it's you know, just looking at the line. The line is one of those super fishy lines for sure. Because you would figure that that Dallas would at least be getting into the fours and maybe into the sixes. But, uh, man, I, I really like this San Francisco team, man. I, I think uh, I've become a massive fan of Debo Samuel, um, not only because he carried me to a fantasy championship, but he's just like one of the most versatile guys in the, in the game in terms of uh, rushing the ball and so forth. So, man, I think it's a bad matchup for Dallas in terms of um, – a lot of factors. I think, you know, Diggs will probably match up with, with Debo, I would assume. Uh, Ayuk's starting to really, you know, come along. Then you got Kittle. Um, porn star Jimmy uh, likes to throw the deep ball, and, and Dallas has been susceptible to that quite, uh, quite a lot throughout the year. Um, Diggs has had a great year, but he gives up a lot of yards in coverage. So he tends to take a lot of chances for those interceptions, and when he doesn't hit, 
he ends up be, ends up being a problem in uh, in coverage. I like the Niners. I thought, you know, I looked at this as like this is the, this is going to be the upset of the week because I think Dallas has a, has a great offense, but I think they they could be they could be taking the task by a, a solid 49ers uh, running game. And I think Debo, man, like watching that guy run the ball, like. I, I've never really seen a wide – and, again, I guess Cordell Patterson did, a, did that a little bit this year, but he's really tough to stop, like, in any type of open yardage situation because he's so freaking strong. Um, I like the 49ers not only to cover – I like them to win, man. I, I think it's going to be um, – it might end up being one of those Denver-type situations that, that Rob – like, it could not even be close, but I really like the Niners to pull out the W. Are you sure you like you like Debo, knowing that he was three picks after Nikhil Harry, and that you guys could have had him? Well, I mean, that's why. I mean, again, well, let's go with Debo and Brown. Well, I'm pretty much over that at the end of the day because I, I can't mope about that anymore. It was. I think I saw a meme of that where, yeah, Debo, yeah, Brown, Metcalf. It was obviously a terrible you, man. Man. Like, what can you say? I, I can't. I have to like vast that from my memory, not to oh. like because the Patriots would like imagine if they had a, a decent weapon in terms of the wide receiving core, they they would have so much, mm-hmm. so much better team to this day. But anyways, it's you know it is what it is. You you burn, you got burned. You know? <laughs> you he won't be on the team next year. He won't be on the team next year. I'll, he'll be a distant memory. The funny, the funny thing is everybody was on Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk entering the year, and it ended up being the Debo Yeah, it ended up being the Debo Samuel show that he just broke out. When he's healthy, he's fantastic. Absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. Another guy too on that on that uh receiving core is Jennings. Jennings the guy that actually scored the last uh, yeah, touchdown. Yeah. Jimmy throws the ball a lot towards the middle of the field with Kittle, Jennings. Even with Debo at some points too, and Debo even throws the ball like that's that offense. They have a great offensive coordinator. They, they're just in Kyle Sanahan, obviously. They just do a great job there, man. So I, I, man, I'm a really big fan of the San Francisco 49ers. I'm just worried about Jimmy. Can Jimmy pull it off? Can he ever get back to where you know where he once was? Well, it could be his that's last game, right? It could be his last game. He loses, he's gone, right? It's just, this is basically it for him. So I don't think yeah. you trust Trey Lance yet, man. I don't think you trust him. You can't. But you can't sign. The only thing is you can't is Jimmy has one year left on his deal after this one, right? Yeah, I think. Just yeah, I, think well, I think they've yeah. already informed him that he's getting traded. So I, I think it's over. So it's, it's it's you know, it is what it is for him. Like Darren Rogers glow with the ring. Um, yeah, I was going to say, when San Fran, when, when Kittle plays, they're a totally different team. Um, and he missed, as usual. He's just an injury brittle guy. I love San Fran here. Dallas, like, I'll use Lamar's term, fool's gold for most of the season. Uh, like you said, they beat up on a weak division. I was going to say, the only team worse at drafting wide receivers than the Patriots is probably the Eagles, who, you know, make, you know, mistake after mistake every year. They got one this year because they took someone out of Alabama. But generally speaking, they don't do too well. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go San Fran. Um, Jimmy, to me, like, I think, like I was saying earlier, I think that he's just outside of the top 10 in quarterbacks. I don't feel like he gets his respect. His biggest issue really is just staying on the field because he gets hurt all the time. Um, but Jimmy's a guy that ever since the New England days I was a big fan of. So I'll go San Fran here. And to be honest, I think if San Fran wins this game, they could get to the Super Bowl because I think that they pose the greatest threat to even Green Bay, you know, going on the road and, and running the ball, right? They're probably the best team. I'm going through the teams right now. Maybe like New England's the other one. I'm just at running the football. By far, probably the best team. Uh, that being said, Brandon, we're going to go to you now. Uh, let's go to Kansas City. Uh, Mike Tomlin is, is bringing his boys and Big Ben for his last hurrah into Arrowhead Field for, for 12 and a half point dogs. Let's go. Yeah, so Big Ben is literally, he's the weirdest guy. He, his press conferences since, like, I was in the grade six, he's always been like, yeah, we're not that great. 
He always says some bogus stuff. Oh, I'm injured. You know, I, I diagnosed myself. He's, he's a whack job. But once again, in this game, I'm going to take the Steelers to, to kind of cover because it's 12 and a half points against Kansas City. That's a lot of points. Uh, I know last time I took Kansas City when they're up, I think the same amount of points was 14 earlier on in the year. And they actually covered. But in this game, Big Ben came on and said, hey, we don't have a chance. Najee Harris put in on a story saying, what? Like, what? He said, N-word, what? whatever. Uh, it, it just a lot of these things, that team is, it's going to take a miracle, but I, I think they actually score points now. They, like, unless Big Ben doesn't, you know, produce or literally goes up there and just shell himself, I see they actually score a few times and actually bring it in between 12 and a half, right? So I take the Steelers. Rob. Steelers offense is terrible. I'm worried about them scoring points to to keep up with this game. Uh, the better story is Pittsburgh, obviously, with Ben retiring. And I love that press conference because he took all the pressure and he just got rid of it off this team. I, I, I really like what he said, um, surprisingly. Uh, didn't, li- didn't love it. Sorry, I shouldn't say I loved it. But he actually did take some of the pressure and, like, we shouldn't be here. Um, we're just going to have fun. And, and he's, he's just trying to lighten the load for his team. That defense is really good, obviously. I kind of like the under here because I think the Kansas City defense has been really rocking and rolling. Um, so that's the Who one. Thought we would have said that at any point this year. That that was their turnaround. Their offense has been has gotten better, but it's it's nowhere near where the defense. The defense, I believe, is like the second ranked defense over the last ten weeks. Which I, is insane. Which is insane, but um, that's the reason there they won the division was that defense just just came to life, and um, I, I I thought they were. I I I I I just don't know if Pittsburgh's going to score enough points to cover this. I've been really torn on this one because uh, these are the games that Pittsburgh covers. These are the games that Mike Tomlin covers. These like, hey, let's get up and and just do what you got to do to cover. But I'll take I'll take Kansas City just to squeak it out, just because I don't think Pittsburgh's going to score enough in this game. Kansas City on the spread. Yeah. Okay, twelve and a half. Igor. Yeah, I uh, I gotta agree with a lot of Rob's points. I mean, they uh, these two teams played each other at Arrowhead. It's, it was thirty six ten for uh, for Kansas City. They they really beat them up. There was no Kelsey in that game, um, and they still managed thirty six. And and I think Tariq Hill only had uh, like twenty yards all game, and they they got beat up by Byron Pringle and um, and so forth. So like I you know knowing that and again the, the game was only about like less than what three weeks ago, four weeks ago, twenty six. Yeah, so I mean, looking at that, and then with now with Kelsey back and so forth, I I agree with Rob. I don't think um, Pittsburgh's gonna be able to score enough points. I think it'll. I think that I think the the December twenty sixth game was like twenty three to nothing at the half. Uh, I think it'll be a Kansas City blowout by uh could be three touchdowns. I, I'm I'm taking KC to cover and uh, and beat him up pretty bad. Hey, Big Ben does not go outside. Yeah, that's that's the one thing I'm worried about as well. He doesn't go outside. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there's, there's I not much be... mobility. I don't know. I, I don't trust Ben Roethlisberger anymore. Like, his lack of mobility, it's, I don't know. Especially moving uh, in the cold, yeah, right? Like, I don't know how cold it's going to be Kansas City, but it's definitely not going to be warm. Uh, Pittsburgh's offense for the year, 25th in total yards, 15th in passing, 29th in rushing. Um, I, I agree with Rob. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to quite predict a shutout, but I don't see, you know, Pittsburgh <laughs> scoring more than seven points or, or 10 points max in this one. Uh, I can't see them getting any defensive stops here either. Now, obviously Watt's going to be a factor in this game. He set the record last week. He's been incredible to get like four sides, something like that. But for the rest of the team, like Najee Harris is probably going to play. He has an elbow injury. They just, 
to me, they don't have that spark. I know they're a cold weather team, but I just think Kansas City's going to blow them out of the water. I think it's going to get ugly from the beginning. I think Kansas City's probably score a touchdown on the first play. I might put that prop in first, first, uh, sorry, first uh, possession, get a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be nice. Brandon, you, you regretting uh, that Pittsburgh plus twelve? Are you sick with it? Listen, man, Tyreek Hill hasn't scored in four weeks. He hasn't got over, um, you know, hundred yards in like six weeks or so. He hasn't really played great the past, the latter half of the season. I know he's been a little bit banged up. That's one thing. I know Byron Pringle, and you got you got. Oh my gosh, how am I forgetting his name? The guy from Georgia. You know, what I'm talking about number seventeen, the really fast guy, Hardman, Hardman, of course. Hardman, Hardman, it, 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 yeah. I I just Big Bang cannot go with sad like this. Has to <laughs> at least score fourteen points. Keep it keep it at least within twelve points. You know, you have Boswell, great kicker. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Pittsburgh Steelers here. And obviously the Kansas City's gonna win, but I'm gonna stick that they keep it within twelve and a half points. All right, and uh, Jared, I guess we're speaking the year. I had a, oh, my, my, my thought. I was trying to think of my thought. I've never seen someone, well, there probably are others, that's more wide open, that's not that fast than Travis Kelsey. Every time they're in the red zone, too, I feel like there's he, he somehow he's, like, looking around and he just catches the ball and nobody's close to him. I think Kelsey's going to have a big game again. Yeah. Um, but we'll go to the last game. The Monday Nighter, the first ever, from what I know, Monday Nighter in NFL uh, football history, uh, Arizona – did not quite win the division with that late season collapse. Kyler Murray, as usual, the season gone on, you know, hasn't been as good, doesn't run the ball as well. Hell Going yeah. to L.A., uh, SoFi Stadium, and uh, the Rams are four-point favorites. Rob, let's go to you first. I hate both these teams. I, I cannot express <laughs> this enough. I, I, I can't stand them. I, Matt Stafford bugs me because I, all I heard was how great he is, and I think he sh- – for me, he shit the bed this year. I, I, I expected him with that roster to have this, like, amazing season. He was only a little bit better than Jared Goff. He threw a lot of picks. He did what Matt Stafford does. He's inconsistent. That being said, I hate Cliff Kingsbury even more because I think he's an <laughs> awful coach. Um, so I, I don't know what to do here. Kyler Murray, I've, you know, down the stretch has not looked as good as he did in the beginning, um, given that he is undersized. The, the one reason that I'm going to take Arizona is that as soon as J.J. Watt went out, the defense was never the same. He is the key to that defense. They stopped the run reads in there. I believe they moved him to D-tackle. He's not even rushing the pass anymore. Um, but I will take – I'll take Arizona because um, they are getting points, and I I believe in um, uh, J.J. Watt to help that defense. So I'll go with Arizona here. I just pulled up J.J. Watt, uh, his profile here. So a day ago it says trending in the right direction. So he's not even a lock to play, but I'm mm. assuming he's probably I heard he, I, I think I heard he's going to play. In. It's just really how good is he going to be coming back. I mean, it was a shoulder injury. How good is he going to be coming back from that because he's always hurt. Uh, so you're going to go uh, Arizona plus the four. Um, mm. Let's go to Igor. I think the key to this game, I mean, they, they both split the, the season series, is that I mean, I think Kyler without DeAndre Hopkins isn't the same uh, isn't the same quarterback because again that's his uh, safety blanket and Hopkins is not going to play, um, which makes life a lot easier on on that Rams secondary. Um, you know, like they the Cardinals do a decent job of running the ball and, and the Rams um, aren't the greatest at, at running, but I think I think that's going to be the key the, the, the game where Stafford has you know all his options and all his availability. Even though I guess you know, there's no Robert Woods, but obviously you know Beckham and. Cooper Cup, and so I think the Rams have Jefferson. Yeah, Van Jefferson. Van Jefferson cost me cost me a another playoff thing in the fantasy (laughs) situation. But anyways, um, I'm still I'm still that hurt that one hurt bad actually. Uh, (laughs) There's that deep. He texted me. I texted him right after him, and like it's all over, man. I hate him. 
Um, <laughs> it was like an 80-yard like bomb, and that's all he did all, all game. But anyways, uh, I think the Rams have too much firepower, and I think the, the Cardinals will have a hard time um, keeping up with it. I think without Hopkins in there, I think it, the Rams win by a, by a touchdown because, again, it, it's just an easier time to deal with the Cardinals without that number one wide receiver option. So I'm going to take the Rams to cover by a, by a touchdown. Brandon. Hey, what can go wrong? We'll go wrong with the Arizona Cardinals and Calibri as well, too. They start out great, and they just always falter towards the end of the season. But, hey, Cliff Clarensbury actually got his team in the playoffs. That's something to actually be proud of. But, yeah, in this game, one thing with, with Matt Stafford is QBR, I think, was in the 136-139 area. As soon as OBJ came in the team, it went down to around 90-something. So think about his QBR. 102.9 for the year. One, so he was at 139 without OBJ. OBJ always comes to a team, and it's just a, he's a guy that demands the ball a lot. And he, he forces – you get the quarterbacks force the ball to him, so on and so forth. But now with that said, I do not see the Arizona Cardinals covering this. I think the, the LA Rams have you know, too much invested in this game. Of course, with all three um, all-pro players in Cup, uh, Aaron Donald, and, of course, Jalen Ramsey, they're going to have to – it would be a travesty for them to lose this game. I don't think they, they do that. I think they win this game. Matt Stafford gets his first playoff win in his career, and uh, they kind of go on from there. So it's going to be one of those. But this is the hardest game, I think, to judge this week, to be honest, in my opinion. I am all in on L.A. I know that they were in my Super Bowl pick preseason. I'm not, I'm not as locked in on them as I was earlier. Um, Stafford, like everybody else at this point in the season, is banged up. And I know that I gave a little spiel at the beginning of the season on him. Uh, finished with 41 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, uh, 4,886 yards, 1,100 more than Kyler Murray. I know Kyler missed a few games there. Um, I want to see what Sony Michelle does in this game as well, if they're going to stick to running the ball there, because he's had a pretty decent season for them uh, this year. But yeah, I, I have LA in this one. I think that they're going to cover, not by too much. I think it might be like, like Brandon said, like a five, six, seven-point game. I think it's going to be a blowout. But, yeah, I'm worried about Arizona. Arizona, to me, even though they won last week against Dallas, like you were said, without Hopkins, they're just not the same team. They don't have that all-pro threat there uh, at the wide-out position. Kirk had a good season. Uh, A.J. Green's still there, who I love, but just not the same team. So I'll take L.A. there. Boys, that wraps up all the games. Um, but we do have to give a lock. So that being Charles said. my lock. Shout out to my lock last week. Yeah, you nailed the, it. Raid, the Raiders, you know, cover it, of course. That was great. Yeah, I got my 5-0 and last week. Let's get it going. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Though. If things were open, I'd say, like, let's go grab some wings, but we can't. <laughs> Dougie, Dougie said no. Of course, it would happen when we can't actually That's go. That's what I'm saying, right? But yeah. maybe the Super Bowl, it'll be out by then. We'll see what happens. Um, but locks, right. guys, whoever's ready, you got to go first. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go KC. I think that'll be a blowout. I think that's that's probably the easy one of the easier games to judge. Uh, I think the Niners is also there, but I think I think the KC one. I think is more of a locked in, um, you know, double digit, 14, 21 point win for KC. So I'll take that. I'm, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Buffalo Bills. No one circles the wagons like Buffalo. But I think I'm gonna take the Buffalo Bills to win and cover at home. I say they win by around a, a touchdown or even six points. And I will cover. So I'm going to take the Buffalo Bills. Sorry, Igor. Buffalo minus four. Rob. Jeez, I was going to go with New England, but I, I don't trust those injuries. I don't trust. Hmm, I should trust Bill more than I am. They're all uh, fake injuries. It's just to throw them yeah, off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Bill, Bill the worst. Years, he, Bill, he Bill's the worst. That. I, I'll go with San Francisco. Uh, I'll take San Fran as, as the lock. San Fran. See, I, I, was, I wanted to make my pick there. I was going to go, to be honest, with uh, Philly. 
Uh, and I want to take Vegas, but I don't want to hurt Brandon in that orange shirt. No, today, no, so, take um, it, take it, man. So take them, I'll, take no, them. I'm gonna go. Um, I'll go LA Rams minus the four, just so we all have different games because I do like that. I'll go Rams minus the four. So uh, locks of the week, we got Rob on San Fran plus three. Uh, usually, you like Shanahan as a dog, right? Is that your yeah. rule? Shanahan's a dog. You take him. Yeah. Uh, Brandon's got things. Buffalo minus the four. Igor. Kansas City minus 12 and a half. And I got the LA Rams minus four to wrap up wildcard weekend. Uh, guys, you guys want to forecast uh, what's going to happen maybe next week with Green Bay and Tennessee both coming off the bye. Who do you guys like going for the Super Bowl going forward? Your Super Bowl favorites and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Igor. No, 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 I'm, uh, oh, okay. I'm, uh, uh, I'm gonna make a bold prediction and and say that at the end of the day that the, the Green Bay Packers won't won't make the Super Bowl. That that'll be my that's again my bold prediction. And again, it's that's just a proven. I'm going with a proven track record that at the end uh, at the end of the day they always um, end up messing up here. And again, they're they're due for uh, for a loss down in this situation. In my opinion, they you know. They they kind of lucked out in a, in a couple of late game. Well, I mean they lost to the, I guess Detroit, but that doesn't really count. Um, I don't know. I'm just not. Like, there's a lot of fanfare there. I think someone in the NFC will upset them. I, I if the if it's the Rams next week or the 49ers, uh, I don't know. I, I'm really liking the opportunities of, of in the teams going into Green Bay and sneaking out a W. So um, that's my bold forecast of my my. I call it the Joe Stradamus situation. Uh, in that situation, that Green Bay, that Green Bay won't make the Super Bowl. You take the field. I'll take the field in the NFC over Green Bay making the Super Bowl. Yes, Brandon. For a second, when he said Green I Bay, I thought he was going to change the tie to say Mr. Ivermectin's going to win another ring. <laughs> no, I don't remember. That's what I thought too. The MVP, the MVP, which I'm assuming Rogers is going to get, unfortunately, um, always en- always ends up messing up in, in, in the playoffs. It's a proven track record that the MVPs always end up messing up in the playoffs. So uh, I'll keep with that trend. Okay, Not Brandon, this year. Not this year. Mr. Ivermectin, Igor, you're going to eat your words. I'm telling you right now, not this year. This is the year for the Green Bay Packers. I see, I see them go in the Super Bowl. Are you asking me for my pick to win? Or are you asking me for my like, Super Bowl favorite play? if you want? Yeah, throw out the Super oh, Bowl favorite. Any, any 100%. Other yeah. It's a Lambeau Field, Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think this is the year, man. Everything with COVID, I think COVID has given him a new life. I think Mr. Ivermectin has given him a new life. <laughs> Circle that. Circle that right there, of course, to get to, to get to the Super Bowl. I think the San Francisco 49ers give them a really big, like, stiff test if they get to that point because they run the ball very well. The Rams might give them – I just don't see the Rams and Stafford. Stafford already has nightmares going to Lambeau Field as the Detroit line. Him going into the cold and winning in Lambeau, coming from LA, I just don't know if I see that happening, right? So I'm going to take the uh, – I'm going to take the Packers. Rob? I was I I I I was I was gonna go with Igor and then I just so many people are taking the Packers that it has kind of scared me off of them. So but it's very difficult to take the number one seed, right? Like, it is, Titans, so. but like there's so much evidence of these guys failing in the playoffs. But I don't think my my bold thing is I I don't think Aaron should be the regular season MVP. But I think he will be the Super Bowl MVP. Uh, um, Igor was ready to raise his fist. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I don't understand this whole like he deserves to be the MVP. He's like he was like tenth in passing yards. Like he, Brady had a, a way better year than him. I, I, I don't just because he threw no picks. Like I, 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 I don't know, man. Like and he and he's clearly it's shown that 
Green Bay is actually like a pretty good team, a pretty good roster. So uh, he had a good year, but I don't think he deserved the regular season MVP, but I do think he'll win the and, – and from the other side, it's hard to go against Kansas City. I'm a little worried. I hate to say this. I'm kind of worried about Tennessee, man. They have, they have playoff football written all in them, big, physical – Strong. <laughs> don't go hit the, don't get the hat. <laughs> you to go get his hat. Don't go. No, 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 no. <laughs> you went to go. Oh, wow. I wasn't. Ex- I was expecting the hat. I wasn't expecting that at all. You should have. You should have started with that. That's jokes. Oh, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's good. That's and remember, good. you're 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 you're. And it's not for Rob. It's for everybody. You're forgetting the cardinal rule. You never <laughs> bet against. Thomas, Patrick, Edward, yeah. Brady in the playoffs with a good team. <laughs> that's true. Hey, you, you guys all took the Eagles to cover. I'm sorry. I, t- I went with Tom Brady there. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Rob, how yeah. worried are you about Tennessee? I'm, I'm a little worried, to be honest with you. I just – I, I, I kind of like them now. I like, the, I like their football. I like the brand. I just hate Tannehill. I hate, I hate Tannehill, too, so we share that. No, I don't like Tannehill. But, but they are big and strong and physical, and they're, and they're fast. Like, they are a, a, they're going to be a load in the playoffs. I, I still they don't remind know me, I, their defense reminds you of Kansas City, where it was absolutely terrible. Like a bottom five, no mm-hmm. questions asked, just a terrible defense. And I don't know how they did it, but both those teams turned around their defense, probably both in the top five units for the second half of the season. And I don't think anybody saw that coming. And what Tennessee did without Henry, I think a lot of people, and rightfully so, wrote them off once he went down. Yeah. My only fear is just coming back from a foot injury with that kind of being 250. I just want to, like, I really hope he's going to be fine. But, you know, Derek Henry would never surprise me that, because he ran off right at 50. Is that Javon Curse? In, in, Javon in Curse. Yeah, you guys have seen that one before. Super, oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. A freak, man. That, like, that guy was – that guy had one of the best plays I've ever seen. Against, I think it was against – it was in Buffalo where he absolutely, like, crucified Rob Johnson on a – on a yeah. He planted him, like, head first. I thought, I thought he was dead. I thought, <laughs> I thought he killed him because he crucified him on that side. I'm like, oh, this guy's dead on the floor. It was a hell of a play. I, I, I was a huge Javon Curse fan. Oh, they were uh, such a – they were, such a, they were such a likable team back then with Curtis. That's why I was a fan, and, man. And Eddie George. I, I, I will say I do yeah. have an Eddie George jersey from when I in my younger oh. years at one point. Yeah. Everybody loved Eddie George. George, and, Javon Curse, Steve McNair. McNair. Yeah. Uh, Wycheck, uh, Dyson. Yeah. Like, those were my guys growing up. Right? That, was, that was a great eight for me when they moved. Great. When I started following football, I guess, then. They were the new team. Baby Blue was the color with North Carolina back then and Vince. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's my team. It's a new team. I'll play the team. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess I just, my thoughts, yeah. Brandon, go ahead. No, no, no. Okay, I'll, I'll just say, first of all, you cannot be the MVP, Thomas Brady, if you play that way against the Saints and don't score anything, of course, when your guys go out. So I'm sorry. Cannot be the MVP. Can never happen. It cannot be me. The heck Aaron are you Rodgers. talking about Rodgers? Suck Aaron Rodgers. We had this discussion no. already. No, he did. What do you mean he didn't suck his he, 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 lost, been... he lost 37 to 3 to the Saints in week one. He was awful. He had like that a... doesn't matter. No one cares about the first game. Oh, man. no, nobody cares. It matters now. Oh, my. And since that record, he's running. That game was in Jacksonville. The, the best quarterback by far. Again, the entire and that year. Game, exactly. That game was in Jacksonville. That wasn't even hold in on. What else has happened in Jacksonville this year? How many, how many teams have lost in Jacksonville this year? Ah, the Buffalo oh, Bills man. lost Jacksonville pretty bad, actually. Indianapolis yeah. lost. Yeah. I just I, – I, I would have given it to, to – and Jonathan Taylor is not like – like that old line is fantastic. But I feel like Jonathan Taylor deserves it over, over Aaron. Like I know Aaron got the first seed, but he only threw for like 3,500, 3,600 yards. Or and Taylor over Cup? 
Look at the touchdowns. Uh, you see, it's even like Cooper Cup may even Cup and, and like yeah, listen, the touchdown, year, to, no. the touchdown to the touchdown to interception ratio was fantastic. Like no, I, no doubt. But but Rogers is, is is very safe with the ball. He's he's not a he's always kind of had that. He's I think he has the highest passer rating in NFL history. Like he's got he's the guy. No. Yeah, he's not a check down guy either. Got the best, he's no. got the best wide receiver on, on, in the game as well, in my opinion. Yeah. So that, that doesn't help. That doesn't, you know. Oh, I think Devontae well, Adams. Help you. Well, I mean, again, well, without Devontae Adams, obviously, you know, it's. I think it's a different story for him. But like I, I said, I mean, I have – like I, knowing the fact that I'll give him the MVP because I know the MVP always fades in the playoffs. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. This guy just I'll hates Rodgers. You I'll know, I want you to eat. I want to. I want to do a bet with Igor right now, just about the. We should do a run. We should do something and well, see. But, but remember, goes, you you the whole goes further. thing is that the, this whole thing is the Lambeau Field thing. There, he's again. Let's 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 run him back. He, he's one in four in, in NFC Championship games. He's made one Super Bowl. He's he's Sorry. been a, a stellar favorite in a lot of those. The Eli Manning like Giants went in there that they had no business winning that game in Green Bay and beat and beat him up there. It's not like Lambeau Field. They had no business beating the Patriots either, Igor. Well, that defense was was incredible at the end of the day. I'll give them credit, but like again, Rodgers against certain certain teams is as again. Are you asking me if Tampa? If, let's say if it will all go to the way it's supposed to, they face let's say Tampa if, if all goes by the seating. If you're telling me that, am I confident that Tampa can go in there again and win? Absolutely, they they did last year. And yes, they don't have Antonio it's Brown. Not the same team, man. yeah, I think they're the same lot. team. So my it's not whole the same thing, team. I was gonna say and. and Obviously, you like you guys have definitely been. Full. I got back into football. I would say the last two or three years. I've always watched. I've always bet on it. But like my insight on the game, this to me is by far like I feel like this is not your fool's goal team. And we could be wrong. Like I don't think they're going to lose in their first game. But to me, this team is almost complete. Like their defensive backs are good. Their D line is decent. Their linebacker and even like at the receiver spot, we always say that you know since I, at least like the last four or five years since. You know, most of those guys have been going to say Jennings and that other guy that they just brought back that I don't remember his name. Oh, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. He was there the yeah. first time. Like, they had wide receivers. Now they have one and a few other guys. And Rodgers is probably in the best form of his career. Now, maybe not the numbers, but I feel he's wiser at this point, right? So yeah. for that reason, like, I just – to me, this team, I don't want to say they're bulletproof because they're not, but there were no hiccups this year the whole season, right? Like, they, sure. lost, to, they right. lost to Minnesota on a last-second field goal. You're not going to win every game. And their other loss was at home where Rodgers didn't want to be there because he didn't have a training camp. And then against Detroit. From what I remember, they only lost the three games, right? Oh, Pretty sure. I think it was four. four. So they lost one more. Or Kansas City. Kansas City. Uh, Jordan Love. Yeah, the Jordan Love yeah. game. So uh, there you can't really so, count there, that. So you look at Aaron yeah. Rodgers and you're like, the guy's been pretty much unbeatable all year. And Facts. you talk about the division, talk about whatever you want, but like they've been very good. Does any of that matter in the playoffs? No. And, and last year when they played Tampa, I remember watching that game and I was like, what, what the hell is going on? Like the, the right. Brady and the guy just kept throwing it down their throat and, and then pick after pick from Rodgers. So Igor does Igor. Like I'm not saying you don't have points because we all agree that Rodgers' track record in the playoffs has not been great. I'm just saying I have a feeling, I have a gut feeling, and based on also proof of the regular season for whatever that's worth, that, that this is a different team. And the Way different team. Way different team, better, better defense. And the better, better. Job, obviously, right? Yeah. I will say the one thing I'm, I'm a running game. I'm I'm a little bit thing is that they the defense did again they they had their again even that Bears game that we watched on Sunday night or day you know the Bears obviously weren't a good team they ran it up on on those guys so I mean them getting I'm, I'm assuming they're going to get Jair Alexander back in that secondary that'll improve them uh, pretty pretty significantly if he's in any sort of game shape obviously um, again. 
they, they, they're, you know, I'm just saying don't give them the flowers yet because they have no, a and I don't want to give them the flowers yet. I agree. Uh, yeah, they have a proven track record. Well, you're they track. seem like they got no, no shot from the way that you're talking. You're like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah no, you no. are. Yeah, you are. No, 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 I think that, 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 you know, they, again, will they benefit from being in a, in a rather bad division and beating up on some bad teams? Uh, again, they've beaten the Rams. Again, that's the Patriots. The entire MO. Sorry, but I, hey, I'm just telling you. But again, that's what I need, right? Yeah, like, really go with the Patriots when they've been to the Super Bowl. Like Rogers been to the Super Bowl once, so you can't you can't tell me that because the NFC has always been the better division too. I think for the I, I, and I agree, and that's why like uh, yeah. that only got the one Super Bowl is a is a slight on the situation. Right. One and four is one and four. You, 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 I'm just stating sure. the facts at the end of the day. <laughs> Can we use that for LeBron as well, Igor? Was that? Can we use that for LeBron as well? The one and four, the one and whatever. Oh no, but here, but he's he's the anti-LeBron because at the end of the day, when LeBron was in was in the Eastern Conference, he was always in the, he was always in the in the uh, the championship situation. He'd always make go. it for the most part when he when he got on that crazy run. Rogers has been a guy that when it comes to getting there, that's been his hiccup yeah, in a lot of those games. I think yeah. he. I think again, uh, I forget who they actually beat to get there, but I remember games against like Seattle where they got beat in in, 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 uh, in Green Bay. There's been a, like yeah, Lambeau like hasn't been exactly been a fortress. The like, Niners, no, yeah. no, it hasn't. It hasn't. Niners, it wasn't. I remember the Niners when they got they got beat up pretty good. The Niners, I think, the Niners yeah. when they went to San Fran, yeah, he got destroyed by like three touchdowns. Different team. Didn't different go in there and defense them? was not good. Again and and again, I will say that here's the thing: the brand like the well, the defense the defense isn't good. A lot of those games, and and I'll take the Tampa game from last year. That game was was a disaster in the first half. Brady had an outrageously bad second half, throwing interceptions after interceptions. That's the only reason that game was even close. Mike Evans drops a pass here. Brady doesn't throw a couple of those like red zone picks. The, the game would have been out of hand. The game was over. Yeah, the, de- the defense is great. The Tampa Bay defense. But I'll say this: if, if Rodgers, if Rogers are not able to get it done this year and actually be successful and get the Super Bowl, I'm off. I'm off of believing that. Circle like, that. I'm done. Circle I'm done. Circle, circle that. I'm done. I'm, I'll be, I don't want to hear no more. Aaron Rodgers. Only if they get to the NFC Championship game. Only if they get to the NFC Championship game and they lose that game and choke again. And bad decisions are made. I'm just off. I'm. I don't think he's ever going to win this. Hey, if they're going to win, I want this clip. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's fact. That's fine. But you, but you, but you, but you're telling me that again. Everything needs. He needs a top defense, like a significantly top defense. He's got the best wide receiver, maybe the best like running game with with two of them. With the, he's got a lot of stuff going for him at the end of the day. He made, he made, listen, he made Devontae Adams the best receiver in the league. He's making oh, Alan Lazard the best. He bad. is. He's That's throwing them open. They have. They, he is, man. And quarterbacks have. Devontae such- Adams to me oh, is whatever. a one on one, one of the most uncoverable guys in the league. If yeah. he, all he needs is a reasonably accurate. Again, oh, you're going to be like, oh, well, what, what happened with the Jordan Love game? Jordan Love wasn't throwing any decent balls. So obviously, yeah, you need a half, uh, half adequate quarterback. But I think Devontae Adams in one on one situations is incredible. Um, but again, and again, it'll match up, let's say, with Jalen Ramsey, and he'll, he'll have a great game against Jalen Ramsey, where a lot of guys really suffer Don't. against Ramsey. Yeah. So um, I, I think you're understanding what, what Devontae Adams can do. But, anyways, this is the package right. here. If they don't get it done, it's over. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah. be yeah. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting in the wings. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. If, if Green Bay goes against Tampa, we're definitely getting together for that game. I don't oh, care. Yeah. I don't, sure. care. I don't, I don't <laughs> care. Mask, mask on, mask off. I don't care. We're going. We're going to do that for sure if that happens. That's it. That's All right, boys. It's a possibility. Uh,
yeah. playoffs are here. It, it's been fun. It's going to continue to be fun. Um, and uh, we will. Uh, I'm going to post this, and then we'll, we'll join up uh, next week. And and we're going to have to talk about Rogers next week. So um, yeah. thanks for yeah. thanks yeah. for tuning in, everybody. And we will catch you guys next week on the block. Take care. Absolutely, absolutely. Shout out to the Bengals. There we go. All right, guys. <laughs>